0: DJ it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We are joined now by Lincoln Kennedy, Raider Analyst, Pac-12 Network Analyst. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State Award winner, Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Please visit SmartRain.net or call 877-346-3333. LK, good morning.
1: PJ PK, it's okay on Thursday. Everything okay?
0: All good? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that depends on who you're talking about.
1: Right <laughs> now. Detroit, Detroit, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Right now, everything's okay with the Utes because they won six out of seven. They got this huge game coming up with Oregon Saturday night, 5.30 on ABC. Prime time on the East Coast. This is what the Pac-12 wants. This is what it gets. Let's see if they put on a good show here. See if we get a little yeah, Pac-12
1: out I'm hoping so as well. The, uh, we'll see. <laughs> but...
0: If your team loses that game, then you're not in such a good mood. So, which fan base is going to be in a good mood Saturday night and which is going to be in a bad mood?
1: You know, I still think it's going to be a, a, a Pac-12 championship game. You know, regardless of how you twist it, it's going to, it's going to come down to uh, two of the better teams playing one another. And, and I think that's what it it's up to be.
2: Yeah, it's a real interesting situation for Utah. You know, if they win – that's great and that's that's the goal but then you got to win in in two weeks uh oregon would have a letdown because then they wouldn't be going to the playoff but then they'd have a couple weeks assuming that they win the north to recoup and get into the uh conference final i guess maybe that's not a guarantee uh, (laughs) since they'd have to play oregon state right obviously with a win or an issue loss clinch it um and I talked to you down there in Arizona, and obviously you called the game for the Pac-12 Network. It wasn't a dominating victory. I'm not necessarily right. bothered by that. But, you know, I live around some Ute fans, and I talk to them, and they were bothered by it. How much should they be bothered by it, that it wasn't a dominating win against Arizona?
1: You know, the the, the thing is, and we've talked about this before, I, I'm, I'm pleased with the fact that there's a level of competition with the Pac-12 that, there's you know sort of a round table it, it, it seems like every team can compete with every team I like that i, I mean it, it's it's not for, on a national standard it's not favorable but for for the most part, I like the fact that every team can compete with every team, and there's never any given weekend where you're going to have one team that stands out above the most um but at the same point for a national scale, it 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 does not it does not pave because we, we look at some of these other conferences, whether it's the Big Ten or the SEC or, or whatever. I, I think they're top heavy. I've always said that. Um, but when, when it comes down to competition, I want to see schools be able to compete with one another. Doesn't matter what day it is. Doesn't matter what what, what time it is. Doesn't matter who they have on the roster. I want to see schools compete, and I've enjoyed that. So. To answer your question, I mean, I'm conflicted, but at the same time, I'm I, I saw Utah, you know, take a step above Arizona and everyone else um, to put themselves in that in that sort of not, not necessarily elite phase, but take a step and put themselves in a in a place where they're they're competitive, and I'm looking forward to that as it comes, you know, later in the season.
0: So Oregon can run the ball. they got a lot of guys who can run the ball.
1: Yeah. And
0: then you got the Utes, who normally are very good against the run. But they've been younger up front this year. It's been a problem as early as the BYU game week two, as recently as the Oregon State game. Do you think the Utes can slow down Oregon's run game, or is Oregon going to run for their 200, 250, maybe even more yards than that?
1: I think the youths can slow down that run game. I think it's going to be more competitive than people give it. A, uh, people look at it from the outside. Um, uh, I, I think you talking Peewee Wood, Oregon. I'm looking forward to a very good game, and there's going to be sort of a what is it, rematch or whatever you look at in the Pac-12 championship. I think both teams are going to uh, are going to find a way to 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 put on a. a Than they did this week, but I'm looking forward to Utah really Oregon and competing with Oregon.
2: Is it too simple to say that Oregon and how well they do and if they win the game rests with how well the quarterback plays?
1: Yes, yes. I think that I think it's going to come down to more than that.
0: Youth fans have uh, trusted the offense, or excuse me, have trusted the defense for many years and then watched the offense, one eye open, one eye closed. please offense, please, come on. This year, they've been watching the defense versus the run game, and come on, hold it together, guys. But they are starting to get to the point where they trust the offense. You called the game in Arizona, and, and Kyle said the difference in the game is they went one for four in the red zone, and we were five of six. Right. Do, you, do you trust this offense? Is this offense going to run out and score 30, 30 points on an off week and, and 40 or more on a good week? Is that what they are think it's now? going
1: to be more defensive than, than offensive. Camerizing is, is definitely doing well, but I think it's going to be more defense. I, I, love, I love the youth's defense when it comes to this game.
2: Thirteen games for Jimmy Lake at Washington. This is crazy. I mean, I never would have guessed that when Chris Peterson stepped aside. Uh, What do you make of it? Uh, Was it fair? And what does Washington do going
0: forward?
1: Really disheartening as a UW alumni. I'm not really sure what to make of it. Um, there, there There were a lot of guys who liked Jimmy Lake. And I'd never met. I mean, I met him in person, but it was just a casual handshake and stuff like that. Never had a chance to get to know him. Um, I'm not really sure, to, to be honest, guys. I'm not sure of the condition of the program where it goes after Coach Peterson. Um, so this hire for the next head coach is going to be big. It's really disheartening. If if, if you're talking, you know, to alumni like myself. Um, it's just it's so confusing i don't I don't really know to what to make of the program where they are right now, if that makes sense, yeah, you know what i mean it, it, it it's really hard, it really hurts because you know watching the program sort of evolve after the days of Don James to where they are right now it's really disheartening to see where they're at and to understand what really is going on i don't know what the future holds for that program there
0: We have been amazed at how Quickly, things are changing for college football coaches everywhere. Matt Wells got fired with a 5-3 and three record in his third yeah. year when his second year was a pandemic season. And we followed yeah. it because he'd been the Utah State coach, so obviously we're following him. And then I'm reading about Washington, and I should have known this, but I'm just not following it close enough. But when I read it, I realized it was true. Washington and Washington State hired new coaches yeah. who never played a rivalry game against each other, and they were both fired. That yeah. is, I mean, things are moving. There's a Crazy. story out that like half a billion dollars in dead money to coaches have been fired over the last decade. Like college sports, it's it's not college sports. When when you got a half billion in dead money and you got people getting a year and a half or two and a half years to build programs, this is just pro sports.
1: Uh, it, it's really unfortunate when you talk about the. The, the the college roundtable that is free agency with the the portable, you know stuff like that as well as the coaches it's really hard to to put your finger on it and for for me as a uw alumni um i'm concerned because there's a, there's there's a top 5 job that's sitting out there that's a usc there might be more when the end of the season comes for the pac12 and to think of likable candidates for those places or those those positions, it's really difficult because I don't know what is going to be available. I don't know who's going to be available. I should say that's a better way of saying it. It's really unfortunate. So um, it, it really is a, oh, a very uh, tumultuous, if you will, uh, sort of roundtable going around the country when it comes to college football and it, it, it's unfortunate I, I don't know especially for the program as i said i'm a proud alumni for u-dub i don't know where the future holds for my my, my 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 very well university
2: as soon as the washington job came open kalani stocky at byu's name surfaced uh, yeah would you be interested at least talk to him
1: I haven't I think they're going to talk to him i don't I don't know where they're going to go I haven't had a connection with the the regents and the people who are in power at UW just yet um, this is such a surprising move um to fire a lake and everything else so um I, I think that he'll probably be in, in his name will probably be in an hunt as well.
0: So you're calling Raider games, and we hear you here on the zone back-to-back losses. I mean, they were five and two. It looks so good. Yes, there have been (laughs) a lot of distractions, but they're in first place. Kansas City's defense can't stop anybody. Hey, the Raiders could really have something going here. Two games later, they got two losses. Kansas City six and four back in the lead. The whole division's up for grabs. Any of the four teams could win it based on where they stand right now. Are you surprised by this turnaround? Or did you think all along that there's not much separating these teams, so if after nine or ten games they're this close together, who's surprised?
1: Probably the latter. What I'm most surprised with is the sloppy play that the Raiders put on Sunday night against the Chiefs. The fact is the penalties and the, the, the undercomings, if you will, for the game allowed the Chiefs to, to excel. Uh, look, the Raiders have got to put themselves together, get themselves together. They can't have penalties that, that, that stop themselves or, you know, you know uh, hindered drives, if you will. I looked at, you know, the first drive that the, the Raiders' defense went three and out. The first drive ended with a fourth and one and a penalty on an offensive lineman who jumps off sides. You know, Alex Leatherwood, so disappointing. You cannot lose possessions when you come to an efficiently, offensive, offensively efficient team. And that's exactly what the, what the Raiders did. They've got to find a way to put themselves together. It's still plenty of time. you still got plenty of season left. But they've got to find a way to win win games rather than find a way to lose the games.
2: I was surprised that Kansas City's uh, put so much pressure on Carr. Uh, right. I don't know if it was the offensive line or what. What was going on there?
1: The offensive line. Uh, just, But at the same point, I think Derek Carr has to trust his offensive line better because there were opportunities where they picked up – blitz, they picked up the, 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 the pass rush, and he still threw checkouts. He's got to find a way to look downfield and be more aggressive. He did not do that in the Kansas City game.
0: So now you've got to sprint to the finish here over the final, uh, what depends on the team, seven or eight games here. Is there one team you trust more or less than the others?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I think the Denver Broncos are out of the competition. But it comes down to the char- Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. Who's going to win the AFC West?
0: Do you believe in what the Patriots are doing here, to the turnaround? Is Belichick going to stun us all? Or they're just well, – they won a couple – well, they have won four, though, so it's not more than yeah. like a couple. It's four in a row now. What do you think? How, how good are they?
1: That division has always been sufficiently weak. Yeah, you know, there's no one else in, who's in competition except the Buffalo Bills. If you think about it, I, I, I'm not surprised with Belichick and the Patriots. They're in the hunt, like you know, since they found their quarterback, they have a good team all around. But you know, when it comes to the rest of that division, other than the Buffalo Bills, who you're going to rely on? No one. So I'm not surprised at all.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do the next couple weeks because they finish right. up with the Dolphins and Jaguars. So it feels like they got a couple. Couple wins built in there at the end if they can if they can hang around, they could be in good shape. Well, Lincoln, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on, talking a little college football, a little pro football. Uh, we will talk. What, what's your uh, college football game this week?
1: You got? One? I've got UW versus Colorado in Boulder. Oh, okay. Yay! <laughs> on <Long> times.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll give you a chance to talk to Washington people and see what you can. Yeah, learn exactly
1: out. right. I'm going to try to figure that out, but yeah. DJ and PK, it's always good to be with you guys. Thank you, right.
0: Thank you. Lincoln Kennedy joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Washington, Colorado. Where are they going? Pretty much sideways. Right now. yeah. That is what I would call a sickos game of the week right there. Neither offense can score, really. First one to 10? <laughs> sure feels that way. All right, coming up, we got Chris Cameroni from the Athletic joining us at the top of the hour. We got the question of the day coming up. Next we will pose that. Kyle Whittingham. What does his future hold, PK? We'll get to that next. Stay with us.